Coming up on this episode of Up For Debate, it's a creative challenge. That's right, we're going to look at some potential products, come up with brands and commercials. For your enjoyment, and as a special treat, you'll get to see our commercial as we make it. It's very exciting, very creative, and we're going to do it for you in under an hour here on Up For Debate. Stick around. This is Up For Debate, episode number 45, recorded February 18th, 2016. Lights, camera, commercial. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up For Debate, the creative powerhouse behind your favorite ideas. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by our chief creative officer, Mr. Matt Mariani. How are we doing today, Sean? Are we uh, ready to commercialize? <laughs> I, Matt, I cannot tell you how jazzed I am about this idea, but um, I'm pretty sure you, of all people, remember what happened the last time we tried to do a creative episode. Um, I try to forget. Uh, <laughs> The problem is that it continuously lives in my nightmares. Yeah, it doesn't really go away. I recommend everybody, if you haven't yet, go to episode number 20, Up for Debate number 20, um, on our website, fordebate.tv. Listen to that. <laughs> Spinning yarns and telling tales where Matt and I write a, uh, a creative story with very few boundaries, and it goes off the rails very quickly. What is um, that? I'd have to look, and I have the description here somewhere. We've got, you may remember Brian the Union Guy, Cassie Thompson, an <laughs> Ottoman full of blood, Russian cosmonaut spies. It was interesting, to say the least. It was. I'm sure there was a story in there somewhere. It just it just wasn't on our podcast. A nugget of goodness we completely missed. <laughs> uh, but the good news is that we, uh, we're going to do it again. And Matt, this was your idea, and I absolutely love it. Why don't you explain to the folks at home what we'll be attempting this evening. All right, strike up the brand. So uh, insert the laugh track there. <laughs> <from editing>. um, <laughs> all right, so we... Uh, <laughs> all right, our plan today, the objective, is to make an advertisement that is both compelling and unique that would predictably be successful and that um, will sell a product to a demographic that will be of your choosing or our choosing, I guess, um, depending on how we do this. Um, the product will be randomized. I have a list of 10 uh, products here, potential products. Um, Mr. Jennings will choose from 1 to 10, uh, and we will pull that item from the list. We will um, uh, – that item or service, rather. We are going to uh, then – conceptualize an advertisement for that item speaking to a specific demographic uh and it will have to however here's the big however it has to address two specific stipulations that are also going to be pulled from a randomized list um and uh so basically those two things on the list have to be a part of our commercial. And that's uh, that's really all there is to it. So are we ready to begin? I am so ready to do this. I think we're going to come up with something really special, and I'm very excited. So, Matt, where do we begin? We start by by picking what we're going to do, right? All right. So I, all right. 
the first thing we're going to do, I just need you to select uh, number 1 to 10, and that will be our product. Number 1 through 10. You know what? Uh, here's an idea. I, we've got... Oh, you know what? I don't have the dice cam set up, but I do have my... my uh, well, I have a 12-sided die. There's no 10... Is, there's no 10-sided die. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, no, there is a 10-sided die. My the, D10. Uh, you got your game nights. I got my, my game nights. D <laughs> I know, or mini crossover right here. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and roll it and uh, and see what we get. Seven. Seven. A seven. Ooh. You chose women's fashion. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. Women's fashion. Women's fashion. Of all, you know what? Of all the ones that, as I was writing the list, I was like, you know what? I bet Sean's going to pick this one. Dumb luck. All right. So here, let me, this is going to be our creative canvas here. <laughs> All right. Cool. Women fashion. Women fashion. Okay. All right. Now, um, I think next, I guess we'll pick our demographic. I mean, women, but of uh, the age you can choose. Mm, women's fashion. I'm, um, I don't know, Matt. Uh, what is because I feel like the easy thing would be like you know your eighteen to twenty four demographic. Um, I think the challenging thing would be to pick men buying women's clothing. Wow, that would be a challenge, and we that could do be, that. That would be a big challenge. Is um, that is that a um like a demographic that is easily identifiable? Like, do they shop for a specific? type of women's fashion or i thought it would just be like general women's fashion that they would an audience of that caliber would go for i mean they, there's how we're doing it and there's how actual advertising people do it <laughs> actual advertising people have reams of demographic information that we don't have um is, that would tell you exactly who buys what and where and you know all that okay. you know household income and what magazines they subscribe to and you know you can get all that information about consumers we don't have that so um at this point we'll pretty much just have to make it up um, who we think we should reach. So, um, do you, do you want to take the challenge of doing men or do you want yeah. women buying women's fashion? No, that's, I mean, that's fine. All right, men. And then wow. what, what age men do you want? Do you want, you know, we can do 18 to 24. We can do 24 to, to, to 36. That's sort of 36 to 48, 48 to 60, 60 plus. That 38 to, what did you say, 38 to 45? Yeah, we can say that. Is that a, is that a, a well, I think it's, I think it's, it's normally 35. 35 to 50? 35 to 50. Sounds good. Okay, so men. Interesting. 35 to 50, okay. That okay. are specifically shopping for women's fashion. For women's fashion, yes. Now, this could be, we're talking men who might, you know, be looking for a gift for their wives, okay, or, or uh, girlfriends or anything like that. So, so we want to say they're shopping for like clothes. Men's understanding of women's fashion for a, a woman in their life. Yeah. Now, do yeah. you want to do you want to say any woman in their life, or do you want to be even more narrow and say it's for someone they're in a relationship, like a, a more romantic relationship with? I think any. Okay. Any's, any's so good. you could buy it for mom or for a daughter yeah, or exactly. Okay. Um, right. Buying for loved one in my shit handwriting. 
Uh, okay. All right. So we're looking at men aged 35 to 50 who are buying women's fashion for a loved one. Now, do we want to get more narrow than women's fashion? More narrow. Um, because women's fashion like, could be a lot of things. Yeah, we have to get... We have so it to could be shoes, tops, pants, handbags, accessories, dresses. jewelry. I don't know. That's your, that's, that's your call. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Your call. You know, based on, based on what we've already defined, men of this age buying something for a loved one, they're a little older, right? Yeah. So I, I can't imagine... I don't think this is a high fashion purchaser right they're not going to go to michael kors or to uh to a maybe if they were a little younger they might but this is yeah this is definitely like probably your jc penny kind of yeah and and so it's probably not you know high heels right it's probably not shoes right men i don't think would buy shoes for a woman that's a very difficult thing for a man to buy right um I think uh, I will just also would be right. Anything with a size to it, I think would be difficult. So to narrow it down, I would say we could do, um, handbags. Yeah. Okay. You want to, we can do handbags. I think that's, that's good. That's like a good gift thing. Handbags. Okay. 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 And now the next thing we'll ask is do these handbags have a, um, a price point? Um, like, you mean like high-end handbags versus... Sure. So, uh, again, I am not a handbag, ex- handbag expert. This is why this is going to be a disaster. But um, <laughs> I will say that, you know, are we talking under, as far as I understand, under 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 200, 200 to 500, 500 plus? 100 to 200. 100 to 200? Okay. Moderate. Moderate range for handbags, I think. I don't know any different, so (laughs) who might argue with that? Okay. Okay. So we've got that. Now, Matt, I think we've pretty much defined relatively well our category. I think so. Now, the next step in advertising is you create a couple things, right? Starting with the value proposition. Are you familiar with a value proposition? Uh, I, of course, am. (laughs) However, I think for the folks at home... You may want to... Better explain. You you know, I don't want to get on non sequitur, but I don't know if you've ever watched Law and Order SVU. If you watch it a lot, yeah, I've 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 seen it. But uh, you know, um, Ice Ice T is on it. Ice Ice T. Ice Ice T T is on it, right? Ice T. I'm convinced the only reason he is on the show is to explain complicated things to the audience because all he ever does is the scientists are like, "Oh, we found uh, so so sodium disulfide in the blood. (laughs) Sodium di." <laughs> Talk to me in English, and then they. Yeah. That's the only reason that's he's his, there. That is his whole purpose. Um, and you're fitting that role well. No, so a value proposition is something you use to develop a product or a brand, and you go through a couple steps, and you just ask simple, basic questions about what your brand is, and then once you have a value proposition, you'll know everything about your brand. Then you can create a brand name and a and a brand promise, and and all the things you explain to a customer. So, Ooh. so I'll go through six steps. And some of them we've already done, uh, starting with market. For which market is it being created? I think we've relatively defined that well. Yeah. Okay. I think we've got it. Value experience or customer experience. The effectiveness of the value proposition. So what what does this customer value most in a handbag purchase? Hmm. 
what 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 part so it could be cost it could be style it could be availability it could be customer service it could be i I think just judging by the demographic we have men buying these handbags um for a loved one i would say that the demographic or i would just say that the the uh the main value that they would place on it would probably be durability or reliability like they want a good well-made handbag I so don't quality think yeah and, and I'll, i mean i could be i could just be blatantly stereotyping They're, but i don't think they would know the the fashion the, behind it very uh, at least very few of them would know like wow that's a fashionable bag again like, and, and maybe the people at home don't know this i have a expensive college degree in advertising and i'm glad i finally get to use it but um Traditionally, in traditional advertising, we would have reams of customer data that would tell us we would have surveyed people, done focus groups, gotten an answer. For the sake of this experiment, we're making it up. I love the idea of quality. Yeah. Specifically, um, manufacturing quality, right? Actual physical yeah. quality of the product. Good. Perfect. The next is offering. What products or services are being offered? I think we already know the answer to that. Handbags. Yeah. I think for the sake of this experiment, we don't really need to get more narrow because we could say, oh, are they, you know, big bags, small bags, over the shoulder, clutches, all this stuff. I don't I don't really think we need to do that. Mm. Um, benefit. Well, I mean, we can advertise all of the above. Right. We can just say all well, the these... line of products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next one, and this is probably, in my opinion, the most important, benefits. What are the benefits the market will derive from this product or service? Why would somebody buy, it's a little similar to quality, I get that, but even either building on that or separately, why would a customer um, buy our product for the benefit? What is What makes your life better by owning a Sean and Matt handbag? Um, well, obviously, you would get a, a reliable bag. That would be able to hold all of your uh, cosmetics, all of your purse stuff, mm-hmm. and to be really reliable. And you would never have to worry about it getting stolen because it has a built-in security. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Back up, back up, wow. back up, back up. Can you imagine that if the, if you had a purse that all had right. a built-in security system? Like in brainstorming, we'll take the nugget of what's good there. <laughs> and you're right. What we're doing is we're we're it's it's. It's reducing worry of the customer. They buy other bags and they break. You don't buy you buy our bag, it doesn't break. We're reducing the worry in their lives. We're making their lives easier. Yeah. I like it. That's what we're doing. We're selling security. Reduce security. I like that. Security. I'm gonna write that and underline it. We're okay. selling memories. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> not get too ahead of ourselves. Okay. All right. Next, alternatives and differentiation. What alternative options does the market have? Who's our competitor, right? We need to know who we're stacked up against to know how, how, how we can make effective advertising. Who are we competing with? So I would say let's pick two or three key competitors. They don't have to be specific brand names. They can be oh, types okay. of products. Um, sure. I so, would say... Uh, so we're competing against high-end designer bags. Yeah, designer bags. Uh, we're competing against cheap bags, Walmart bags. Right. We're, we're kind of somewhere in the middle, right? Right. And then I would say, what's the third? 
We're competing Design against store brand and um, knockoff bags. Knockoff bags, right? A, a good-looking bag that's cheap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And finally, the last part of your value proposition. What evidence is there to substantiate your value proposition? Now, the beauty of this experiment is I don't think we actually have to do that part. Because so. we don't have any evidence. This is all made up. <laughs> this is all in the realm of make-believe. And what's amazing is, Matt, we can actually put this into a sentence. What's called a, a, your value proposition, right? Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. For men 35 to 50 who need something for a loved one. Our product is a handbag that is reduces worry and grants security to the consumer. Unlike cheap bags and unlike designer bags, our product uh, is emphasized on quality and will last longer. Boom. 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 You have just it's defined your product and your brand. It's in the bag. It's in so the bag. Exactly. And now that we know that, we can use that ideal to craft our commercial to reach this message. Now, what we just described, Matt, do you think we're ready to start talking about the creative? Now, we need a, what we really don't have is a brand name. Um, yeah, and that's, that's actually something we definitely have to come up with. Absolutely. And it has to reflect all of this. Yes. Now, do you want to jump into that, or do you want to get into the fun stipulations? Uh, well, you wrote the stipulations. Now, do they speak to a brand name, or do they speak to a commercial idea, or both? Actually, no, I, I don't think I have anything in here about a brand name. That would have been interesting, but no, no <laughs> they're, all, they're all about the uh, commercial. All process. right. Well, we, well, I think we should do well, the brand we'll name. Let's do the name first, yeah. Let's do the name. Okay. Um, all right. All right, so let's brainstorm here. All right, so you got the word bag. Yeah. And you got the word security. Yeah. Secure a bag. So, all right. That out there. All right I, th no bad ideas on brainstorming. I'm going to write this down. Secure now, a When I'm bag. buying a bag for someone, I... I like the sound of French names. They sound really... That's great. Sounds designer. They sound really rich. Like, I, I have to be rich to afford them, even though, you know, I think I'm getting a deal because the price is lower than I feel the quality um, of this bag is. So I think I'm getting a real deal um, when, I, when I think about a French bag name. So we have Secure a Bag. Yep. How about Secure... Oh, see, I thought you were going to go with the obvious pun and go baguette. Uh, but, but... I missed that one. I totally overlooked it. I like that. <laughs> baguette. The baguette. It's the bag you get. Baguette. <laughs> um, the only bag you get. The baguette. The baguette. So I, I, I looked up in the thesaurus the word security. And I'll, yeah. I'll rattle off a few of the words. Stop me if any of them grab you, okay? Care. Freedom, guarantee, insurance, preservation, surveillance. You like any of those? I definitely don't like surveillance. That doesn't sound like a <laughs> great idea for a sales pitch. I do like, I do like insurance. Yeah. 
Although that, then it, it kind of sounds like we're selling insurance. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I really liked um, uh, Freedom. Freedom? I'm not sure how we can francophile that up. Okay. Well, uh, well right down. Freedom, like it? Liberty, if you said that. Liberty, okay. Now, Matt, maybe let's... The other thing I want to try here in brainstorming, I have the list here of the top 10 best-selling handbag brands in the world. Mm -hmm. If we want to be with the big players, maybe yeah. our name should be like theirs. Would you like to hear their names? Uh, sure. And we'll see maybe what they have in common. Let's, just, let's see what they have. All right. Kate Spade, Michael Kors, Chanel, Coach, Hermes, um, Bel Belenchaga, Parade, <laughs> Mark Jacobs, Burberry, and Christian Dior. See, at least at least a quarter of those sounded French to me. Or that's like, true. And I think that's the angle we have to go. French or Italian. You know but, what? Now that I think about it, that that's also a very rich sounding product. When you're talking about something fashionable. But I'm thinking French about it. Between French and Italian, which speaks to our demographic of men 35 to 50? Probably. I would say Italian better yeah, speaks to that. That's what I was leaning toward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. What if what if it the was French like French might be like, like too fancy? They might be like, wow, I can never afford le, le jour. I was I gonna say, afford, what like, about ooh. what about liberté? Liberté. I like that. That's not bad. Baguino. Baguino. What does that mean? I don't know. They oh, just, you made I, it up. Just, That's great. <laughs> no, it shouldn't mean anything. Right? That's great. Baguino. Um. Bagaggio. Bagaggio. Um. Bagaccini. Bagaccini. That sounds like, let me go grab a bagaccini. Bagioli. Um, and a bagioli. No, I'm just saying Italian foods. Um, Bag. I liked, uh, what was the first one you came? Liberté. Yeah, Liberté. L-I-B-E-R-T-E -E with, with the accent. Liberté. Yeah, I like that one. I could get behind Liberté. All right, it's not Liberté terrible. Liberté baguettes. No, all right, that might be pushing it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> all right, French. Angle, one thing yeah. at a time. One thing at a time. Um, I like that as well. Um, uh, do now does Liberté have a tagline? Tagline. That's what we're going to decide. Actually, as part the, of the commercial. All right. Well, yeah. Then let's yeah. jump into our. I have some. Uh, I have some stipulations that might govern that area. Well, let's jump into our qualifiers Shoot. then. All right. So now we're on to the fun, exciting. Oh uh, come on! It's part. been fun so far. Don't act like that <laughs> wasn't fun. fun. I had fun. But this is the part where I get to throw a wrench in all of your plans, which Good. is, which is, it's, it's going to provide some for some great. Uh, some great podcast. I'm glad we could wreck the last 23 minutes of the show. All right. All right. What's What are we doing? All right. You have to pick two numbers. Two numbers. Between, between one and ten? Indeed. Okay. Well, we'll let the die of fate uh, decide here. Starting with two. Okay. Two and seven. Excellent. Okay. All right. So what are so, our qualifiers? Your commercial 
has to include our bag commercial that is appealing to men age 35 to 50. For Liberté. Liberté bags. Um, your commercial has to include an anthropomorphic piece of fruit. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> extensive and intense fear-mongering. <laughs> <laughs> You're so great, Matt. Oh my god, fear fear mongering. Those two. I mean the rest of them were good too. <laughs> Anthropomorphic piece of fruit and extensive and intense fear mongering. Well honest, so- <laughs> honestly, the second one I actually think works in our favor, considering our selling point is security. That's actually true. And we're targeting fathers and men thirty five to fifty. Yeah. Now the 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 anthropomorphic piece of fruit. That's going to be a little bit of a challenge. A little bit That'll of a challenge. Logical. All right. Maybe we'll so, deal with that one second. Maybe we'll do the, uh, <laughs> we'll build it around the ex- the extensive and intense fear mongering. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh, let's assume we're going to do a six, we'll say 60 second spot. Give us a little more time. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the theme of the commercial? All right. So now, now these remember these are all the things we know about the brand. Okay, so it's got to hit on on a lot of these points, but the setting can be anything. Yeah. Um. All right. How about a cafe? Cafe. Okay. Where is the cafe? Uh, it's in a really expensive looking neighborhood. Or an American American neighborhood? No. Definitely not an American, like a European neighborhood. An, a, an expensive looking European cafe. Swiss, a Swiss cafe. Swiss cafe, and that's where we open. Yep. We and open on an... Snowing uh, outside. A f- Just a little bit. Fancy Swiss... Not a blizzard or anything like cafe. that. It's snowing a little bit outside in the backdrop. Okay. It's, it's a magical night. It's night? Yeah, night. It's okay. night. It's not like midnight. It's probably like dusk, like early evening. Okay, around eight o'clock. Okay, in the Good. Swiss cafe. Yeah, and the snow is just starting to fall, just a little tiny bit. Yeah, and there is a lady in the cafe, and she's uh, sipping her coffee, and she has a, a her. She's meeting her lady friends there. Oh, okay. So we we start with one woman. Yes, sitting at a table. Yep, and and um, and then two what? Two friends walk up. Yeah, two friends, one a couple. How about a couple? Oh, a man and a woman. But there's one seat left open because she's also expecting her fiance to show up. Uh, okay, but he okay. hasn't shown up yet. Oh, I'm just gonna stop taking notes. I'll have to re-listen to this. Okay, going on there's... In downtown, uh, <laughs> whatever Swiss town they're in. <laughs> Okay. It's running a little bit late. So. Okay. Okay. So None fancy Swiss cafe starting to snow early evening woman sitting by herself, sipping coffee, one empty chair at the table with her up walks a couple. Yes. Then what? Couple walks up. Um, they sit down, they start having their coffee. Um, and the lady goes to pull out the checkbook from her purse but wait a minute she looks around her purse is gone now matt as a continuity editor 
Um, there was only one chair. How did the, the couple sit down? No, I, I didn't mean that there was only one chair. I meant there's a table yes. and there's one chair open for her fiance. Right. And then, I, but her, her, so there are the four seats at the table. Yeah. Seated. Okay. Across, actually, there are five because there's an extra one. Um, but <laughs> so they, okay. they're, there are a lot of, there are plenty of seats. Okay, we're, we're in the weeds here. All right, let's keep going. She goes to pull out her purse to pay for the check. Yes, and it's not there. The purse is gone. Okay. Um, she starts to panic a little bit. She starts to panic, and she's looking around, and this is where the intense fear-mongering comes in. All right, does she, like, stand up and start to look around? Yeah, she stands up, she starts to look around, and she's worried because her purse is missing. Now, how intense do we want to be? Do we want her, like, screaming or shouting or, like, cursing the heavens or... No, no, no. She's just worried. She looks mildly Okay, worried. she's more concerned than scared. Concerned than worried. All right, okay. so then she, she, she jumps up from the table, knocks the chair over, spilling her coffee. She runs out the door of the cafe uh, down a street of... Uh, and, and as she's running, the snow is still falling... Um, why? <laughs> I'm a little confused by her motivation here, Matt. Why is wait, wait, she? Wait, 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 why wait. is she running? She's running because she's trying to find her bag. It's not there. But why would she leave the cafe to find her bag? Because she had a message on her seat that said, "If you want to see your bag again, <laughs> okay, come to this address in the blood-filled ottoman." No. All right. No, no, no. All right. Well, we're gonna backtrack a little bit. She gets up from the cafe. She looks around. She doesn't leave the cafe yet. She thinks she sees her bag out the window. She looks out the window, and she look. it looks like another woman is carrying the exact same bag. Walking by the cafe, okay. So she runs out to go find this woman uh, and chase her down to get her bag. As she's running on the sidewalk, she passes a man outside of a fruit smoothie place dressed as a piece of fruit uh-huh all right actually you know what i think that that's 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 cheating a little bit because i think the i think that the anthropomorphic anthropomorphic fruit has to actually be selling your product um so uh, I'm, gonna, well, I'm gonna scratch that okay so no 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 and, and I'm, I'm on board with most of it what is the what fruit screams safety and protection definitely banana what? actually no no last one I it's like think. the softest fruit right and it, it's very easily peelable like a, maybe like a definitely it's like got a pineapple a pomegranate well, i don't think safety and protection when i think pineapple i think um like a plum what's safe about it's, a plum it's, it's like it's just like concealed and it's all like right there like it's you know what I mean? It's not I like I have no idea what you mean. Pomegranate, I think, is a better example because because the seeds are very well protected. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say a a talking pomegranate. Talking so, pomegranate. And that's our that's our mascot um, for the Liberté handbags, which actually means apple in French. <laughs> that's not going to be confusing. I don't know how to say pomegranate. I actually isn't pomegranate. Is pomegranate French? It sounds kind of French already. Pomegranate, yeah, know. maybe. Um, I don't even know if they have pomegranates in France. Um, so how about a date? Dates are a, a, 
dates could be secure. And that would like be pretty Friday. original. I've never seen a talking date in advertising before. Maybe, maybe for those those commercials during the Super Bowl that were talking about um, opioid related constipation. That's right. A couple dates. Okay, so our so our um, date character. Yeah. Or did you like pomegranate better? I don't care. I'm really open to either one. I th- I like the pomegranate. All right, well, let's like this one, stick with the pomegranate. So yeah. the pomegranate, and you insist, has to be actually selling the product. Can't just be it in the background. Actually, right. It can't just be in the commercial because I think it's it's too much of a cop out. And and we have to be clear. What is the pomegranate? Is it a guy in a suit? Is it like a CGI? Like I like the CGI slash animated pomegranate. Okay. All think, right. Okay. So. So uh, she's running out. She just runs down the side street to go after this lady she thinks has her bag. Yeah. She gets the bag. No, she doesn't get it. She's still, she's still chasing after the lady. Catches up to her. She turned, The lady turns around. It turns out to be her fiancé in a wig. And he says, surprise. Because they're in Switzerland, so he's speaking French. And he uh, gives her the bag, then gets down on one knee and asks her to marry. Wait, no, but they're already engaged, right? Because it's, it's her Matt, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> because, because I don't understand why he's wearing a wig, why he would steal her bag. There's no talking pomegranate, and there's no fear-mongering. I'm... This, is, this is not an episode of Law & Order. It doesn't have to make sense. Let it me... just has to sell the product. Let me I pitch something here. Let okay. me pitch something here, okay? You go for it. First of all, I, I don't like the idea of snow. I think it, it's going to make the production budget far too high. We can't afford snow. So okay. we're going to dump the snow. All right. All right. No. Swiss Cafe, woman, dr- sipping her express, espresso, hanging out with friends. I don't care if they're a couple, a man or woman, whatever. Hanging out. She goes to get the, the waiter drops the check at the table. She goes to reach for her bag. Her bag's gone. You know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, she, of course, she'll speak perfect clear English because this is an ad for America. So, you know, oh, my goodness, my bag. And she turns to look a very suspicious looking criminal type man. We'll say he's wearing like the, that, like traditional, like black burglar yeah, beanie oh, and, okay, and your gloves. And, yeah. uh, you know, just looks re- a hoodie, like a black hoodie, like looks Looks really suspicious. suspicious. Yep. Um, carrying in his hands, looking around, a bag identical to hers. Hey, stop him! Or something like that. She does something, and she she runs out of the cafe, and he takes off. Then we have about a very short, exciting action scene that ends where all action scenes end. At a roadside fruit stand. Stay with me here. And this is, by the way, how every commercial for the Liberté handbag, for some reason, they always end up at fruit stands. Makes no sense, but... And then at the fruit stand, she she grabs the bag from the burglar. They're wrestling over it, indicating the quality of the bag. A lesser bag would rip, right? No, that's true. Okay. No, they're going back and forth, right? This is this is intense. Yeah. This is now right terrifying, right? We're just gonna scare the shit out of these people. <laughs> that a man is gonna come and steal your bag, and if you don't have her bag, you will lose it because in the end, she wrestles it away. The burglar falls back into a balsa wood. You know, Hollywood-style fruit section. Boom, fruit flies everywhere. He crashes. Um, 
And the woman drops the handbag. It lands on the ground. Yes. And then in the all right, so then there's a shot, a close-up shot of the woman with a satisfied look on her face, relieved she got her bag. And in the background, you see the burglar just like kind of dazed and surprised. And then all of a sudden, boom, he gets hit in the head by a pomegranate, which turns out to be our mascot. And then the pomegranate comes to life, dances around on his head, and says, Liberté. Uh, okay i i like it it's a little cartoony it's a little silly <laughs> you're taking away all of the fear we just built up but that, right. that's okay well, i mean that's the idea is you have to take the fear you're away you're defusing it because our bag has saved the day ultimately. i like it now liberté what... saves the day <laughs> no uh, i'm gonna think on that it's a okay. little it's a little predictable. Right. I mean, we could we could we could focus group it. We could we could put it out to the focus. We could group. we could focus. we could pitch a few ones. Uh, but I'm interested in the pomegranate character because if we're gonna have a spokes name and needs a personality and needs because this could be I mean you look at Tony the Tiger and Ronald McDonald I mean this could be a big thing for us. We're talking toys and movies and and big money if our pomegranate character takes off. <laughs> So you have to define these things early. So what is the name of our pomegranate? Pommy? I, um, I guess our pomegranate. Poms McGee? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt the podcast or anything, but is there some kind of like voice modulator on your microphone right now? Why? Am I not sounding right? You, you sound like your voice is like extremely deep and bassy. I don't know if it's on my end or if it's something it or it sounds uh, like like this. Yeah, there is something going on with my mic, maybe. My mic. I have no way of Oh, you know what I can listen back. Hang on. Keep keep the show going here <laughs> and I'll I'll turn the mic on so I can Actually, listen back. Actually, I'm really liking it, but I don't know. Um all right. So anyway, our this see so our, No, I No, I can't just, hear myself. It's not um sound like you're like really trying to tell me something important that's what <laughs> I, I can assure you i am definitely not trying to tell you anything important um, um yes so anyway all right so the pomegranate should it have sunglasses or a hat or both <laughs> or both? but i think the problem with the sunglasses i think it'll get too equated with california raisin and the yes. california raisins had sunglasses I, I don't think we should go that route um, I think the, the key with cartoon characters is that they have to have big, um, big, like anime almost eyes because then they seem adorable and mm-hmm. women love things that are adorable, even though we're marketing to men. Um, now did, well, hang on. Did we decide if our, uh, you know, there is something going on with my mic. I can hear it and I have no idea what the problem is. I wish you could hear it because it, I mean, like, well, I, I can and it doesn't, doesn't my, sound good. No, it sounds um, All right, so let me say my point, and I'm going to unplug and replug it in. But um, it, remind me again, are we Italian or French? Because I can't remember. Well, and... we're in a, we're, our company is Italian. Okay, so the, then, our, then shouldn't the pomegranate company, be Italian? The company is American, but our name is Italian. The commercial is set in a Swiss cafe. Um, the pomegranate itself, I think, is like... It should have a, it should definitely have a French accent. No, that doesn't make any sense. Um, 
Or should it have a British accent? A refined British accent. A refined British accent. Okay. Um, should it really? Should it really talk that much though? I think all it really has to do is say our brand, and then it should say like our slogan, which I think should be "Liberté" means security. Oh, you know what we could do? By the way, do I sound any better? You sound much better. Oh, okay. yeah, you're actually Good. back to normal. Thank you. Uh, hopefully that, was- that didn't. Did that go on for a long time? Uh, no, not, okay. not that long. All I right. called it out as soon as it started. Happening. You're the best. Uh, no. What if? All right, go with me on this. Very, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch a lot of European advertising. No, but I wish I did. It wouldn't be on. It would be very European if our pomegranate character had no mouth and didn't talk, because they have a lot of. They always like to animate their products, but they never have faces. Okay. So a pomegranate arms, legs. Yeah. Da- dances around, gets excited around the product. Okay. You know. So it, it doesn't have a mouth at all. No, it doesn't even have a face. It doesn't even have eyes. Oh. It's just a pomegranate with arms and legs. Because it's, it's okay. cute. It's endearing, right? Yeah, right, right, right. And okay. and then it just sort of, you know... Does, I don't know I don't... how that would sell with American audiences. I think they'd be like, why the hell is there a dancing pomegranate? Exactly. What? Exactly. They're not going <laughs> to... They're going to be confused. I, do we want them to be it's confused? A, it's a great gimmick. It kind of is because it'll get people talking. They'll be, be like, what's talk? up with the dancing? Because it's weird because our ad What's is like talk? super high-end European, like dramatic action. And then there's a dancing pomegranate at the end. It'll I make no fucking sense. Most people will watch it and be like, what fruit is that? <laughs> is that a pomegranate? And I thought this like, was a handbag ad. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. All right. So we, the pomegranate has no face. Mm-hmm. It just has arms and legs and it dances around. I like it. Um, does it have a name? Are we going to name the pomegranate? Are we going to name the pomegranate? Um, uh, do we need to? We don't need to, but I think um, if we don't address its name in this ad, I think that uh, people will definitely tweet about it and be like, what's the pomegranate's name? And maybe they'll name it. Maybe. All right. So what name would you give the pomegranate if we were um, to name it? Polyphemus. What? Named after Cyclops from the Odyssey. Say that again? Polyphemus. Can you, how do you spell that? Polyphemus is uh, P-O-L-Y-P-H-E-M-U-S. That's weird. I like it. (laughs) Because it doesn't make any sense. It would probably get shortened to poly, the pomegranate. Uh, Polly the pomegranate. All right, I can go with that. And then, and then, the only missing piece is what what happens at the end of the ad. Like, how do we end it? What is the conclusion? Like, we should probably it should probably say "Liberté" on the screen, right? Liberté. It should say our tagline, which is. Uh, well, we I had two. I had "Liberté" means security. I also had. Um, uh, forgot what the other one was i had a i had another slogan somewhere in there uh liberté means security liberté okay well what if it was this 
We need yeah. a third word, but what if it was liberté, sécurité, qualité? Third word that ends in y. Liberté, sécurité. Well, all right. So I think if we're appealing to an international audience, and even some Americans would probably appreciate it, the the uh, the quip is that uh, in the French Revolution, the going slogan was. Of they course, had a slogan. They did. It was like a, a, ch a chant or some kind of mantra. Mantra. Sure. The mantra was liberté, égalité. Um, wait. Oh yes, I've heard fraternité. this. Fraternité. Yes. All right. So like liberty, equality, and brotherhood. Yes. Uh, so like liberté, sécurité, quality. Quality. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the ad. I, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a winner. I think we can bag it. I think it's great. Yeah. Liberté. I can't believe we did it. We, I think we I didn't did think it. we were gonna do it. I can't believe I think we, we did it. it. And I think we, I think we did it in, uh, in record time. You we know, don't. if we're gonna do Liberté right, then you got, you got to spend, you got to spend money to make you gotta, money. You got to have quality. You can't have quality. Without Liberté. I think that was the original slogan that <laughs> was got earlier in the episode. I'm pretty sure that was it. Yes. Yes, you can't. You can't have one without the other. Oh my goodness, Matt. I can't believe this Whoa. episode. Now, can we get a time check? Do we have time to do another commercial? Um, We're about 10 to 15 minutes short of the hour, so... I think we could probably talk through another one quickly if you'd like. I, I know you worked really hard on those. Do it. Lightning round. Or but I want I want two new qualifiers. Two new qualifiers. And do we want yeah. to do it for Liberté or do we want to do it for... I'm not saying we have to do a whole new brand, but we could, oh. we could either quickly make up a brand or we could pick an existing brand and make up our own ad for it. It's up to you. Sure. Uh, do you want me to give you some... Yeah, so I'll roll again for a new yeah. category. That, that one that already exists. How yeah. about five? You got, oh, you got laxatives. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, laxatives. Um, and then let's just, let's just bang it out. Let's do the two qualifiers here. Okay. Starting with eight. Tell me if we repeated these. And uh, this one yet. six. Okay, good. All right, you got... Unnecessary or inappropriate use of technology. Okay. And the confused adult wise child trope. This is going to be so good. So what I mean by that is like uh, I, when I, what I had in mind was like the Cheerios commercials where the adult is like, oh, I didn't know that this is good for my heart. And the mm -hmm. child knows. Grandpa. And, uh, yeah, and what's the other one where it's uh, it's a I think it's it's um is it Del Taco or is it El Paso I think, and she says why not both? Mm -hmm. Yes, I like it. Talking about yeah, and it's gonna okay. So we've got laxatives, um, yep. Sean and Matt laxatives. I think laxative com a laxative commercial really needs to I think be in the home setting, right? I mean, you're not gonna set it like you know Yankee Stadium, um, right? I don't think you would need a huge venue. No, so this is in, this is in somebody's home, okay? Um, who who is the person in the ad who needs a laxative? Do 
probably the uh, like the man of the house. The man of the house. Okay, an older gentleman. We'll say men, you know, thirty-five to fifty. That's probably who we would target. Yeah. Okay. And why does he need a laxative, Matt? I think we both know the answer to that. Because he can't poop. Okay. (laughs) Got it. Okay. (laughs) Um. So how how do we? What's do you? What is the tone of this ad? Is this funny? Is it serious? Is it? I think it's funny. You want you want to do a funny ad? Funny one. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, fear. This would have been pretty good for um, <laughs> anthropomorphic fruit and fear mongering. Yeah, this that would have been great. Uh, all right. So it's a funny ad. A gentleman, man of the house, cannot use the bathroom. Um, does he? We could do it sla- more like a slapstick style, where it's just him. Um, we could do it where he's interacting with other people in his household, maybe a a wife or a son or daughter or a or a, or a neighbor friend, maybe. Uh, yeah. I you know, like a bunch the, of guys over for the game? Yeah. I mean, we could do it. We could do the, uh, bunch of guys over for the game. Or just him. Maybe he's just watching the game. He's just, wa- okay, so a guy's sitting watching the big game. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, kid comes in? Because we need a kid for the bad right, child, why, right? Yeah. Okay. Because if it's, if it's a bunch of guys hanging out. Okay, so guys. I, I like that. I like the, I like the bunch of guys hanging out watching the big game all right so they're and, and obviously they're dressed in non-team specific jerseys and with foam yeah. fingers with See. like dip on the table yeah you know and they all get up and cheer at the same time at whatever happened in the game of course it's something um, that's happened. oh mm-hmm. and then how about this the all of a sudden you see a kid enter a room i don't we'll have to determine an age carrying the laxative and the guy is embarrassed because the kid is showing his laxative in front of the other guys at the game are you Yes, I like that. Uh, what if there's a dog mm-hmm. and he accidentally drops the on the floor and the dog eats the lap? Hmm, I like it. Am I? Am I? Are you? Are you still there, Matt? Matt, are you? Are you there? Yeah, Math- I hear you. I okay, hear you. all right. Yeah, you, my, you, were, you were frozen a little bit. My yeah, internet well, flaked. Yes, I'm here. Can oh. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear I'm you. Here. You're perfectly fine. Oh no, I'm here. You hear me? Hang, hang in there, Matt. Hang in there. It'll correct itself in a second. Okay. Yes. Hang on. Are you there? <laughs> What's going on? Can you hear me? Okay. Matt. What's going on? There's a huge lag. I'm still here. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Matt? I can hear you. you. Matt, are you there? I'm still here. Okay. All right. I think we're back. My internet has been really not great today. This is weird. Yeah, there is a huge lag. (laughs) I'm still here. Okay. (laughs) This is so weird. This lag is literally like 30 seconds. It's massive. Oh, no. It's like we're in different time zones. Oh, my gosh. All right, Matt. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. The, the lag is almost gone. Okay. <laughs> I think we're back. That it was it was big. Yeah, I agree. Although it is still slightly there, but that's okay. We we got to plow through this. Okay. But, yeah. All right. I think the sound is back on track, but you but you're still talking as if you're saying things and you're not. Ugh. But I can definitely hear. All right. I think we're back now because I when you sighed just then, your picture actually matched up with the sound. All right. 
three, we're back. Two, we're one. Back. Okay. Definitely back. Okay. A okay. Sorry All right. about that. Okay. All yes, right. dog. What what is going on with the dog? So I was saying that the uh, the laxative could fall off of like a, the side table or something, and the dog eats it, and then everybody goes, "Oh no." Looks like I'm going to have to clean the carpet again because the dog's going to poop everywhere. I don't know. I'm not what? good at coming up with these these commercials. I don't, this is, this was... I, don't I, I, I have about five different reasons why that's not a good <laughs> one. I don't think we want to show people the illustration that they should feed laxatives to their dog. No, it's an accident. It falls off of this, this table. I... I don't know. This I, is what this is why we need you. Okay, to this that's one. fine. All right, let's back up. Let's back up here. All right. I think we had let's a good thing going. Out of the, uh, the dumps. We had a good thing going here. I like the idea of the guys at the big game. I like the idea of. Can you tell me if you don't like it? The idea of the kid exposing the guy, because this is or where the humor taken. comes in. Right. That he's that he's taking a laxative. You know, uh, Daddy, isn't it time to take your Matt and Sean brand laxative? <laughs> uh, and all his friends just look at him. You yeah. take a laxative? And he goes, yeah, I take a laxative. And then he goes into the product benefits. Okay, all right, yeah, that, that makes sense. And he explains it a little bit. Um, although I don't... Do we want the child to instead be a talking dog? No, but what we can do, I like the idea of the talking dog. What you can do is the kid still comes in, because at some point we do need the the confused adult smart kid trope. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe so the kid comes in and shows it, and the guy's really embarrassed, and the kid goes, Dad, don't be embarrassed. Laxatives are blah, blah, blah. And then he goes into explaining it. And then for no reason, they explain how great laxatives are, and then the dog walks in and goes, you know... That what's what's like a laxative joke or a laxative pun? Pats, and then everybody says, "Ah ha ha ha!" No, but or like whatever, a, we can whatever whatever market we're selling it in, it could be go that team. No, we don't then, want the NFL to get litigious though. <laughs> no, 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 but what's like a what's like a laxative joke? Like um, like what's like a pun or like a like something witty the dog could say to get everybody to laugh? Hmm. Um, oh, he'll say like, whoa there, easy does it on those chips. Ha ha ha. And they all start laughing because why is the dog talking? It's, it's <laughs> so you think the dog should just say something kind of normal and it's funny only because <laughs> the dog talks? <laughs> I, I guess so. No, because I was thinking, what if it was something like, uh, where he makes a joke because he's a dog and makes some kind of jokes about how he poops wherever he wants. Yeah, that's And the guy can't, thinking. where it's like, you know... Uh, and, but we, we, can, we can fix this later. We can fix, the dog says something funny. Mm. Everyone laughs, and then the disclaimers start to roll. Right? It's a medical lab, yeah. right? So you gotta have right. all the, they you know, may cause side effects. And, yeah. and then this is where we Even bring the in... the dog says the side effects. Dog says the side effects. Love it. Same voice. Great. Yeah. But this is where the bad technology comes in because you know how like in those medical ads they're always like running in a field or doing something while the disclaimers are going. Yeah. They're here like taking selfies with the talking dog. Oh. You know, with the laxative yeah. on the couch, which the is two, so dumb. Technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. I like that. I was thinking for this kind of an ad with a, you know, with anything medical, you, you have that diagram of the person and then they, then it has like the digital like capsule and, and it, it yeah. shows like what it does in the stomach, but awesome. that's too cliche. I like your like gratuitous. Let's yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then at the end of the, uh, and then at the end of the disclaimers, the dog goes, who wants to play fetch? And the kid goes, me, and the dad goes, me, and then his stomach gurgles because the laxative starts working, and he grabs his stomach, he goes, I'm going to take Hold a on. rain check, and then everyone <laughs>, laughs, and then the commercial ends. Oh, it's perfect. That is, that's good. That's How gold. is this not a real ad? That's gold right there. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Or I'll go, whoa, intercepted. <laughs> yes a football joke you're watching the football game yeah Look, it looks like i just spiked it in the end zone of my <laughs> pants no or so, something 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 <laughs> something like that oh god and then the kid goes dad um oh uh, i'm so ashamed if this episode um, ever gets published, it'll be amazing. Literally, literally the best, the best um, categories you could have. I'm so glad you rolled those two. Well, these are these are Matt. These are really good ideas. So thank you for writing them. Um, the rest of them were pretty good, but that <laughs> you probably had like the best picks. Laxatives are funny. Combination too. Wow. All right. It worked out well. Although I would have liked to have seen extensive and intense fear mongering for the <laughs> for the Fli- flipping the category or the. Uh, <laughs> Or, or the talking dog in the purse commercial. Um, yeah. Either way, a good idea. All right. Well, Matt, that is it. We gotta, we gotta close down this fun time. Um, but thank you, thank everybody for joining us. This has been a, a heck of a good time. If you enjoy our, our creative endeavor episodes, and I think we should do one of these every so often. I think yeah. they're a lot of fun. Um, we'll put it in our 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 stable of uh, of options. Uh, email us. Better. Definitely Let, better than our story. I don't know. I got to go back and re-listen to that. I have a <laughs> feeling it's better than we remember. This was more fun, though. Um, but email us if you like it. Or if you don't, don't, pan, uh, don't panic show. Up for debate TV at gmail.com. I almost did that. Um, don't panic. It's up for debate. Don't panic. It's up for debate. At our website, only, up for debate. Only on game night. <laughs> oh, boy. So many brands. Wow. Um, Upfordebate.tv is, of course, our website. You should go there. For all the past shows, links to where you can subscribe and follow uh, information about Matt and myself and other good things related to the show as well. Uh, We will be back next time with more. Um, On behalf of Matt, this is Sean. Thanking everybody for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Um, And we'll see you next time on a brand new Up for Debate.